Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. Renowned Malayalam screenwriter John Paul is no more. Centre pushes for round-the-clock power supply in towns. Union Health Ministry gives nod to set up aims in Kerala. K-Rail spent Rs 81.6 lakh for stone laying till February, reveals RTI reply. India records 2,527 new COVID cases and 33 deaths. Let's get into the details. Noted Malayalam screenwriter John Paul, known for his work in movies like Chamaram, Yatra and Vidaparai Mumbai, passed away at a private hospital in Kochi today. He was 72 years old. He was unwell for the past several months. He has written over 100 screenplays and also produced a few movies. He played a pivotal role in streamlining parallel and commercial movies in the Malayalam film industry. An avid reader, he also shone outside the realm of films and made a mark as a writer and debater. His books on films, including M.T. Uru Aniyatra, which won the Kerala State Award, have also drawn wide acclaim. He even proved his mettle as an actor with movies like Gangster and Care of Sarah Banu. John Paul was the Founder General Secretary of the Malayalam Cine Technicians Association, popularly known as MACTA. He was involved actively in various film societies in Kerala. He penned his final script for director Kamal's Pranaya Meenagaluda Kadal, which released in 2019. He was a recipient of several awards, including the Best Director Award, a National Award for Best Film on Environment Conservation, Film Critics Award for Script and Documentaries, a State Television Award and Special Jury Award instituted by the International Federation of Film Critics. He produced the award-winning movie Udicharupunjiri, directed by writer M.T. Vasudevan Nair. The central government has directed all power distribution companies to ensure 24-hour electricity supply in towns with more than 1 lakh population across the country. An important amendment has been notified in this regard. As per the centre's direction, the Kerala State Electricity Board will have to ensure uninterrupted power supply in almost all towns of the state. The centre has also appealed to the people who use diesel generators for emergency requirement to shift to a new power system within five years. These measures are being taken to lay emphasis on the use of clean energy. The centre has also asked to expedite the process of granting temporary connections. It is understood that the delay in granting temporary connections often leads to the use of diesel generators at construction sites. The Union Ministry of Health and Family Welfare has taken a favourable stand on establishing an All India Institute of Medical Sciences, popularly known as AIMS, in Kerala. It recommended giving registration of the institute in the state. The decision was passed on by Bharati Pawar, Union Minister of State for Health and Family Welfare, to K. Murlidharan MP on Saturday. Pawar has urged the Kerala government to find suitable land for the construction of the institute. She added that the central government plans to establish aims in all states in different phases and that the decision to establish one in Kerala was part of this vision. Now, the Ministry of Finance has to authorize and allocate a budget for this initiative. The announcement to set up an aims in Kerala was initially made in 2015 by the central government. The state had even suggested four locations to set up the institute then. However, it evaded the specifics on the project even when MPs from Kerala queried about it in the parliament. 
Kerala has been witnessing a spirited protest against the Silver Line semi-high speed rail project, with protesters uprooting service stones as soon as they are planted on identified plots across the state. K-Rail has spent Rs 81.6 lakh till February for laying these boundary stones. This includes the expenses of the officials and the cost of transporting and installing stones at each location. Silver Line is the proposed rail project to connect Thiruvananthapuram in the south to Kasaragod in the north across 11 stations that pass through 11 districts. A total of Rs 3.23 crore has been spent on various surveys so far. The total expenses for the LiDAR aerial surveys to determine the rail alignment was Rs 2.08 crore. Topographical surveys cost Rs 8.27 lakh and traffic and transportation related charges amounted to Rs 23.75 lakh. The details of the expenses were revealed by K-Rail in a reply to a Kochi-based RTI activist K. Govindan Nambudri's query. Meanwhile, K-Rail has called top Silver Line opponents for a technical debate on the project on April 28. Experts who support the project and those who oppose it on socio-economic, environmental and technical grounds have been invited to add their views. The two-hour-long panel discussion has been titled Vadikanum Jaikanum Allah Ariyanum Arikanum which translates to not to argue and win, but to know and inform. With 2,527 coronavirus infections being reported in a day, India's total tally of cases rose to 4 crore 30 lakh 54,952, while active cases have increased to 15,079, according to the Union Health Ministry's data updated on Saturday. The death toll has climbed to 5,22,149 with 33 fatalities. The active cases comprise 0.04% of the total infections, while the national COVID-19 recovery rate has been recorded at 98.75% as per the data. An increase of 838 cases has been recorded in the active COVID-19 caseload in a span of 24 hours. The daily positivity rate has been recorded at 0.56% and the weekly positivity rate at 0.50%, according to the Health Ministry. That brings us to the end of this episode. Be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.